All right, C-Note here. Welcome to Dopamine. Um, happy to have you here. I'm a bit disheveled today. I, I almost forgot to do a podcast episode. <laughs> I've just been so, um, I don't know, I'm kind of in desperation mode and I'm, you know, kind of frustrated as a result of that, right? Um, so, you know, dopamine kind of feels like a lower priority in the grand scheme of what's going on right now. But, uh, you know, I'm adjusting my headphones and stuff. This is going to be a bit of a disheveled episode. I apologize. Um, but I kind of just wanted to talk about desperation in general and kind of that place that you get to when things are not going well, especially money-wise. I mean, that's really what this is all about is I'm feeling desperation um, money-wise because everything is compounding. Um, I literally have nothing. Um, I have less than nothing right now. So it's weighing on my brain. It is something that is causing me a lot of mental difficulty. Um, and really, I think the number one thing for me, at least, is to remember that I'm not alone and to not continue to isolate myself, like not to make things worse by, you know, feeling like I need to continue to isolate. Or, you know, I talk about accountability all the time. But at the same time, accountability is not necessarily isolation, right? Accountability, just because everything is your fault and you're responsible for it, doesn't mean that you have to do it alone. And I've had a lot of issues with asking for help in my life. Um, and I think that stems to being a kid. And sometimes my parents would <clears throat> kind of hang favors over my head, you know, and... Um, I, that's something I didn't appreciate and uh, something that we continue to work on in our growth as, you know, a parent child relationship. You know, I, I still talk to my parents every so often, but it's something that's pretty at the forefront of my brain and something that uh, I I learned pretty quickly that to, to remove expectation from kindness and trying to help people with things. But I, also, as a result, have had a hard time asking for help because I know that not everyone has that mindset, that I've been exposed to a lot of people that expect things in return when you do things for them or, or they do something for you, rather. <clears throat> so me asking for help feels like I'm you know, putting myself further into emotional debt, as it were. You know, and, and and that's always been a challenge. Let me uh, turn down this gain a little bit or turn it up rather. There we go. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That sounds right. Sorry if that was a little low. Maybe that's too loud. Testing one, two, three. Okay, we're good. Um, these are things I need to do in advance, but that's fine. I'm a, I'm a per perceiving type. Like I don't care. <laughs> uh, as long as I'm kind of organized in my head, I just kind of do whatever out loud. I don't care about people's perceptions. Um, point is that like, you know, it, I've had issues asking for help. And when I'm feeling this sort of pull of desperation where I need some assistance, uh, I have a hard time reaching out because I feel like there's consequences for reaching out, right? That someone's going to expect something in return. And luckily lately, um, I've been surrounded by people or have been surrounding myself with people who are more of more fitting of my perspective, which is like, I just want to help people. Right. And I'm willing to help you. I know maybe that there will be some sort of assistance down the line, but there's no expectation of an immediate return. Right. Like I'm not going to get mad at you if there's like, if I don't give you a thank you note, I had a friend of mine, 
um, have a friend. I don't talk to her too much, but she's uh, across the pond and she would kind of, uh, she'd get very upset if people didn't thank her for things, <laughs> you know, where if like you held the door and she was like, it was like, thank you. You're welcome. You know, stuff like that. Right. And, um, you know, it, it's like, on one hand, you understand that people are just kind of like following the rules of manners and all of that stuff or expecting that. But again, it's like, why hold the door if like you're expecting something in return? Like, I don't, I don't understand that personally. So I don't know. I think, I think, I think all of that, um, in actuality, if I'm working through this therapeutically, it all kind of leads to that. Like when I was a kid growing up, really when I was like maybe 16 or 17, I came to the realization that I'm kind of on my own because if I continue to try to ask things of my parents or depend on them, um, there's an expectation of something in return, right? And they're not just raising me because I'm their child. They're raising me to eventually take care of them, or they're raising me to eventually do this for them, or they're paying for, you know, uh, a, a video game system to eventually ask for a favor in return or something, right? Instead of just doing it because they love me. And, um, and they do love me. I'm not saying they don't, but I think that cheapens it when you expect something in return, right? Like you're not doing it out of like actual love. You're doing it for like a mafia favor <laughs> and that kind of sucks. And that really sucks to just kind of, um, it sucks to, to kind of realize that and work through that. Cause that's not what I was coming here to do. But, um, you know, that's, that's an actual frustration that I think I need to voice a little bit more. There's a lot of frustrations I need to voice and I'm, I'm pretty messed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I have 240 episodes of this podcast. You know, there's just a lot of things to go through. I've talked about a lot of topics and all of it is stuff that is like really, really a problem. I'm surprised I haven't had a psychotic break by now, but uh, I also feel like I'm on the verge of it with this money desperation. I feel like I'm really there. I think there are a lot of mindset things that I can handle. I can typically, I have a lot of tools, you know, I've, I've been surrounding myself by pot with positivity, a lot of great people who are supportive, who give me all sorts of great information about how to approach life and stuff. But asking for help is a problem. Um, a major problem, especially when it comes to business. And it's not about being a know-it-all. It's not that I know everything and I don't want to ask for help. It's that I'm scared to ask for help. And I just, I feel like I can't, I can't pay up, <laughs> you know, I'm already in debt like crazy. I've got like 25 grand in credit cards and, um, I've got uh child support to pay for that. I can't afford right now. And I'm really concerned with both paying my car insurance and my rent. Those are the two things that I like, I'm basically at like a shelter, you know, basic needs kind of perspective right now. Um, and I'm creating all sorts of courses and I'm trying to continue to make products and trying to appeal to people and trying to find uh, people who need my services and all that stuff. But it's just incredibly frustrating. Uh, I don't really know what to do. Um, so that desperation is really getting me to a place where I have to realize like, okay, if I'm not going to be, you know, going in circles and continuing this insane cycle, what do I have to do that's different? And what I have to do that's different is to ask for help not monetary help, but like emotional help or actual data help. Like, okay, I need someone to look at my website. Um, I need more information. Um, I need someone to help me with my email. I need to realize that I'm not as good at some of these things as I think I am. And I need to 
ask for help in them. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm a great resource and an expert for a lot of things, right? Uh, my courses are really fantastic. Like I, I do believe in them. I believe in the fact that I know a ton of stuff about podcasting and I can absolutely help people market and create podcasts and all of that stuff, which is why I have a podcast course and I'm putting on a branding course, which is why I, um, and I feel very um, confident in being able to help someone convert their personality into a personal brand because I have the Myers-Briggs typology and all of that stuff. So it's just a matter of really two things, asking for help and sticking to my guns when it comes to pricing. Because when you're an artist, you're a creative person or a service provider, like it becomes really easy to want to just give up and just to kind of like kind of, I don't know, lower yourself to someone else's expectations of what your offer is worth, right? So if you have like a $5,000 monthly content creation thing, which is basically what I offer, and someone comes to you and they say like, I can only do it for a grand, I have to be comfortable enough to say like, I'm sorry, that's just not what I'm offering. I can't do that. And not let the desperation get in the way. Because like in your head, you're just like, oh my God, $1,000. But then you're committing yourself to a month of stuff that is nowhere near the amount of money, like that money is going to disappear really quickly. And then you're going to be stuck with a job that you can't fulfill because you're feeling desperate and you're just continuing to look for work instead of actually doing the work that you're being paid for. Right. Um, so, you know, that's, that's a massive frustration that I'm dealing with and a reality that I'm dealing with, with making sure that I'm sticking to my guns with my money stuff. I had a, some really great advice um, yesterday. I had a, a few really great talks in the past two days um, with my friend, Tanya, who is, she's so much fun to talk to. She's going to be on the branding course. So I'm really excited about doing that with her. Um, she basically gave me some good money advice in terms of like sticking to my guns and like kind of drawing a line in the sand for making sure that even though I'm desperate right now and things are dire, that in order for me to make sure that I'm not cheapening myself to not even have the money conversation with my clients, like to not even bother saying the the amount, right? That if they're like, there are basically a couple of checkpoints, like for them to even start talking to me, they need to go through my Calendly link and go through my, my, basically my opt-in questionnaire. And that has all of my prices and making sure that they know that those are what my prices are. And then secondarily, if I come across someone outside of that and they ask what my prices are, instead of just saying the price in the messenger or whatever, to just point them to my website and say, hey, my prices are on my website. Or if there's a PDF, to have them like log into a thing and download the PDF or whatever. Like that's another way to collect leads, which I'm going to consider that instead of having them blatantly listed on my website. Um, so that's that's a thing that I'm considering as well. And it's a, it's a, those are, that was a big deal conversation for me because it kind of gets one of the desperation aspects out of my head, you know, so that I know that if I'm having these conversations, I can basically just, you know, continue to, to filter through people quickly, quicklier, <laughs> quicker, and, and make sure that I'm not wasting my time. Right. And I think that's what I'm doing is I'm waiting through a lot of people that are not quite worth it. I don't want to say that in a negative way, but like, they're just not, you know, they're not paying for what I ask, I'm asking for. Right. So, you know, the challenge is making sure that I'm asking for the right thing, which I've also made some changes to by asking people for help today in that regard. And it was a really scary to ask for that kind of help. Um, so I'm going to dive into that a little bit more, um, 
I'm going to take a break and then we'll talk about asking for help a little bit more. Where's the thing? Okay. Drums, Okay, welcome back. Uh, glad you guys are still here. I'm always grateful that you're here. Like some people could just leave after the first uh, ad and they're just like, I don't want to hear ads. It's fine. Like I'm doing this because I need money, right? <laughs> like I'm not, I mean, I'm doing this for fun, but like, hey, I, I got to pay my bills. So, you know, just like, you know, get over that cynicism. Come on. I appreciate it. If you like this show, like, yeah, that's a part of the thing, right? If you like any TV show, you're like, okay, I'll watch this ad because I want to see more of this show. Right. So, you know, I don't know. It's like, it's, you're supporting an actual person who is supporting other actual people as opposed to like a business entity. Right. So I don't know. I'm just, whatever. (laughs) Um, Speaking of supporting people real quick, um, the boss project summit is coming up quickly. So if you have not signed up for that, go to bit.ly slash CNote summit. I am a keynote speaker talking all about branding being more than logos. There's uh 22 keynote speakers and 20, um, branding or 20 breakout speakers rather. And it's sponsored by Dubsado and hosted by think creative collective, huge groups, massive people, not physically, but you know, <laughs> massive following of people. They're, they're really great. And they're going to teach you everything you need to know about business and branding and all of that stuff. Um, I'm going to have some people on here that are going to be talking about branding a little bit in relation to mental health and like evolving your personal brand, even though you're dealing with introversion and stuff like that on this show. Um, in, in a little bit, but, um, you know, for now, if you go to the C-Note, uh, C-Note summit, the, uh, bit.ly slash C-Note summit, um, for the boss project summit, there is like just a ton of information from amazing people. So that is absolutely free to sign up. But if you do go by the pre-party pass, then you will be able to have full access to 40 plus speakers until the end of time. So if you need to go back and reference things, it's absolutely amazing to have that. So go pick that up because on November 6th, that is going, that price is going to go up. So make sure that you are checking that out. So, um, uh, to continue this conversation, you know, I, I mean, I keep thinking about this, like asking for help stuff because it's really something that is like blowing my mind and something that is like, a core issue that I personally deal with. Um, I just have, I have issues trusting people, you know, and it's not like these basic core, it, like it all comes back to your parents, right? Your parents screw you up and they don't even realize it. <laughs> like That's just what happens. And, you know, I know sometimes my dad listens to this and, you know, this is not a personal attack on him. He's a good man. Um, and they've been growing with me as I've grown as a person. I'm the oldest child between them. So like, it's easier to make mistakes with the old child. Right. <laughs> so, and the problem is that I'm also like a strong willed, very individualistic kind of person. So I'm very much able to just like dismiss people and move on. Right. And kind of what I had to do when I was like 16 or 17 is that instead of continuing to fight with my parents, I knew that I was just going to have to write it out um, until I was done high school and figure out what I was going to do with my life because it was just kind of like the logical thing to do. But I kind of gave up on being dependent on my parents, you know, aside from living in their house. Um, And I did work for them for a while. Um, 
I just was doing it for me. I, the, that's the tide shifted, right? And I was doing things for me and, you know, made sure that I was just, you know, getting what I wanted out of the deal, right? And that kind of translated into a lot of frustrating relationships uh, going forward um, because I had to learn, I had to outlearn that, st- like learn that stuff that, that giving for free without expectations is like yields absolute return, which is a little bit contradictory, right? <laughs> but, but it's about like immediate return, right? Not expecting something from someone like you're planting seeds uh, with a relationship with someone that may eventually uh, become fruit, but there's no expectation that it will like, you know, it might, it might not, but it's not, it doesn't have any bearing on your self-esteem or your self-growth or anything like that. Right. That's why like in business, I, I do find and have been kind of working with people who are also agreeing with me on this, that, you know, giving away your best stuff for free kind of leads to people more likely to trust you and work with you and believe that you're the expert and you're positioning yourself as the expert in your field, right? You're the person to go to for this. I've had people tag me in things because they can't afford me personally, but they know that I've helped them and they can tag me in things that are helping people, you know, grow, right? And uh, uh, that these people can potentially afford to work with me and they give a personal recommendation and, you know, we community over competition essentially. And, um, you know, I'm not worried about putting a paywall in front of me, just giving someone some advice. Like that's like, you know, it's, it's, it would be crazy to think that I would, um, you know, just, just say like, you need some help. Nah, pay me first. Like, no, that's slimy and ridiculous. And I think that was a lot of what I was experiencing (laughs) when I was a kid is like, you want something? Well, you got to give me something first, right? And that sucks. Um, so that made me, you know, as I got older, I, I, I really relied on myself quite a bit. You know, I worked a lot. I hustled my ass off um, working at jobs and such. But I had a hard time asking for help, which translated to difficulties in workplaces, difficulties um, in relationships, and in my career, um, which I guess the first two, the first or the same, you know, it's the same. Um, <laughs> so the, the generally, I, ju- I just had a problem with asking for any kind of actual help, sometimes admitting when I needed help. And, um, you know, I would just figure things out on my own. And that kind of leads to isolation and an insular way of, of, of approaching life. Right. I was starting to do that too, even this year with like, I was getting a lot of um, interviews on this show and then there kind of came to a point where I was like, you know what? I don't really need interviews. It's not changing my perspective. Well, it changes my perspective a little bit, but it's not changing the numbers and it's exhausting. And like, I don't know, it doesn't feel worth it. Right. And I think at some point I realized that I'm having this realization generally that not only is it about, you know, asking for help, but I do need people in my life and I keep trying to push people away. Um, and, uh, it's, you know, it's a sad, lonely thing and I don't want to continue to do that. I don't want to be that. Right. Um, I don't want to be overly social. I don't want to fake it. Right. I don't want to like have people around that don't actually align with who I am and what I do, but I also just don't want to be in this by myself right? Cause it's not working. And that's the thing is like doing all this by myself is just not, it's not working. It's simply not working. So I, I need to trust people. I need to ask for help. 
uh, I need to partner up with some people. I need to find ways to um, not isolate myself so much and ask for what I need. And, um, you know, I, I think that has been a revelation as a part of this desperation. I mean, you learn so much from hitting rock bottom way more than you would be in the clouds, right? I mean, you get to play with your idealism a little bit more, but when you're kind of stuck and grounded in reality, like I have no choice to either, either face my personal demons or I die. Like it sounds super dramatic. Uh, and, and I hate when I have to say that, um, because I, I'm not trying to sound dramatic. Like I feel like I literally don't want to live. So uh, this is not a suicide sort of like, you know, I'm not, I'm not threatening that. Um, but I feel like that feeling is there and I know I'm strong enough to surpass it. So that's not actually a concern, but I know what that feeling is like. And right now that level of desperation is taking me there. And, you know, when I'm in that state, I definitely can't trust my own perspective. I can't trust my own opinions. I don't know what's good for me. Right. So I need to be able to ask for help and rely on other people and really listen to other people's kind of perspective and advice. And, um, not only from a practical business standpoint from, but from just like a personal, uh, development and trusting people and, and connecting and all of that stuff perspective as well. And kind of, uh, work through some of my fears. You know, I, I mean, I've been experiencing this sense of agoraphobia, like, I've because of the desperation also, like I've been going on walks like the past week or so, but like the past few days, I just haven't felt like I've wanted to make time for it or have just been like, no, I don't want to leave this door. Um, so I'm very much dealing with a lot of real stuff there and I, I can't afford a therapist. I can't afford anything. I can't, I, I mean, I genuinely feel alone in this. Like all I can do is talk on this podcast and it's like an SOS beacon, <laughs> you know, like somebody, please uh, give me something, check in with me, or I don't know. Like I've got Molly. She's amazing. She listens to me, but she's also dealing with her own stress. She also doesn't have anything going on. Um, and I think we're both having to really test ourselves and find out what we can do. You know, we're trying to sell her art online. We're trying to sell my prints online. Um, I'm trying to think of what services to do. We have, um, local opportunities. There's, um, the, a friend of ours who runs a tattoo shop and we're going to talk to him about how we can do business together, uh, to continue to run shows at his shop and find a way to keep this thing moving. And then, um, you know, other ways to just make little things happen, but you know, time is a pressure thing and, Honestly, if it wasn't just for time and I literally have to pay my car insurance tomorrow or get suspended again. And if Molly gets pulled over, then my car gets taken. Like, I don't know. So I don't know what to do. I got to make $200 in 12 hours. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, well, there goes the uh, explicit tag. Um, but either way, you know, this is all real difficult stuff. Um, I figure the best I could do is continue to be honest with you on the show. I mean, again, this is what this is about, right? This show is a bit of like therapy for me. And I think some people can relate to that struggle, which is why I share it. Um, and really the big sort of takeaway from this is like, 
assessing that asking for help. I think there are plenty of people out there who have trouble asking for help and really trying to figure out why, you know, does it go back to your parents? Does it go back to other aspects of your, you know, some sort of trauma you've experienced or something, right? A lot of stuff that has stuck with me and really kind of messed me up. And I, I feel broken right now and it kind of sucks. Uh, not kind of, it absolutely sucks. Uh, I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to be this way. Um, I don't want to, you know, I, I, I just don't feel like I don't know what to do. That's all. So it's a very real thing. Um, hopefully I can come here tomorrow and tell you that I figured something out. <laughs> but uh, right now, uh, the reality is that I don't know what to do. So all I'm going to do is uh, wrap up this podcast, um, schedule it, drink some water, get some food, um, and try to talk to some people to see what I can do to get that at least that car insurance paid. So uh, that's it. Take care of yourselves and each other. Um, go to cnote.media to check out my courses, dopamine.life to subscribe to the show and support the show. Um, sorry that a lot of these shows are like ending on such a downer note, but like this is where I'm at. Like, I, I don't know. I can't give you some optimism thing. Cause like, this is not, I'm not in a world of optimism right now. If you want happy Dory, then go to some sunshine and rainbows podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I, I just can't, I can't give that to you today. Um, this, it's not what this is. So, uh, I'm just being real about that. Um, what would really help is genuinely monetary stuff. I need sponsors for next month. I need, um, you to sign up for that bit.ly slash CNote summit course. If you're interested in that and then go to cnote.media, check out my courses and see if there's something that aligns with you. Check out my prices, see if there's anything that aligns with you and, um, and, and help me out, you know, or even if you have questions, talk to me, send me a voice message. Let me know that you're listening. I don't, I don't know who's listening. I, w- I want to know you guys are here. I-, I need some help. So, uh, hit me up at let's go see note as well on the, uh, on the, on the other things. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here again. Sorry. It's so somber, but this is where I be. So, um, take any little bit of optimism you've got, which I still have some and use that to propel you. If I can leave you with something, there you go. All right. I will see you guys later. Bye. It's three-time Pro Bowler and Super Bowl champion Keyshawn Johnson. I want to introduce you to my new show, All Facts, No Breaks. I'll be giving you the real reactions to the latest sports news and inviting guests in the sports and entertainment world to break it all down. Tune in and make sure you listen and subscribe on Spotify. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Hey everyone, c here and welcome to Dopamine. The show is like Donnie Darko, just a weird bunny depressed thing. (laughs) Um, Kind of a warning. Today is a pretty somber show. There's a lot of real stuff going on and this is my place of expression. So 
uh, I, I started talking about desperation in general, but it really turned into an asking for help thing and kind of realizing that um, I've had issues asking for help because of, well, you know, my parents and that kind of sucks. <laughs> no offense, parents. I know sometimes you guys listen to this show, but this is very real stuff that we have to deal with. And this is stuff that stuck with me and messed with me, right? That, um, you know, there was kind of an exchange always expected when they would do something nice for me, right? And that made me scared to ask for help going forward. I eventually got to a place in my life where I just kind of shut down and started to kind of do everything for myself. And it's been a very long time of trying to figure out how to recover from that. Um, and if anything, it's actually a nice realization. So it gives me an action point to look look into and maybe learn about so that future episodes that can, can be a little bit more um, about sharing actual information that I've been learning about this process. So, um, you know, think of it as like another place of like, another milestone or checkpoint of like, all right, we're starting a new season. We're starting a new chapter. This is a new thing um, to learn a little bit about asking for help and confiding in people a little bit more. I've been dealing, like I've said in the past, a little bit with agoraphobia, being kind of stuck in my apartment, um, not making as many social connections or, or experiencing people in person as much as I would like, not being able to pay the bills, not being able to just kind of, I don't know, I'm just not making anything work right now. So I don't know what to do. Um, having a little bit of trouble just selling anything or having anyone confide in me or trust in me to, you know, to, to, to pay me to do stuff. And then there's continuing mounting bills and, you know, car insurance that has to be paid in 12 hours that I have no money for and all that stuff. So, um, there's just, uh, there's a lot going on that I don't know what to do with. And this episode is like kind of an expression of that. And so it, it gets to kind of like an empty kind of dark place. So if you're particularly sensitive to that, uh, I recommend not listening to this episode, but if you would like to join me, I could appreciate your support and help as I listen, as I work through this and talk through it and maybe it'll resonate with you and um, you can share your story with me. So that would be amazing. So thank you for being here. Let's listen to dopamine and uh, enjoy the show. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later. <laughs>